Welcome back to a new episode of Horror Movies and Scary Stories, where actors, along with special effects and creepy music, bring my screenplays to life. This summer, my 22-year-old granddaughter, Isabel, was coming to visit me in Texas, and I was looking for a haunted ghost tour that we could take when I stumbled upon the Kell House in Wichita Falls, Texas. Looking at these photos of this beautiful old Victorian, it gave me an idea, and in 15 minutes, I wrote tonight's episode, I'm Not Dead. Now, you can visit the Kell House Museum, but I assure you, what transpires in my ghost story tonight is just my crazy imagination at work. With that said, I'd like to thank Buddy Campbell for casting this episode with all these talented actors, and they are Karen Zippor as Charlie, Austin Lee Titka as Lars, Gabby Adner as Jesse, Noah Haddad as Flora's Ghost, and tonight's narrator is our very own Melissa Sledge. Have fun, folks. Texas summer has settled in, and it's more than warm in Wichita Falls this fine day. Upon a bluff sits a beautiful, grand, red-brick Victorian of the Kale House. Built in 1906 and occupied by the Kells themselves until 1980, when the last descendant, Willie Mae Kale, passed away. The house was donated to the town and is well-maintained. The Victorian's two-tier viewing porches, which flank both sides of the entrance, show the grandeur of the home in its heyday and the wealth of its owner, Frank Kell, a railroad magnet and oil tycoon. A sign close to its entrance reads, Kell House Museum, ghost tours this weekend. Enter here. A young woman, Charlie, 23, approaches the entrance. She's a sweet and considerate person, but often a pushover. She just graduated college and is stuck working part-time at the museum. In her hand is a long wooden dowel that hangs with the locking mechanism, with various keys attached. She searches for one and unlocks the door. Upon entering the home, she's all business. She takes the wooden dowel and places it in the glass vase marked keyring. The key's dangling clank as it drops to the bottom. The house is furnished in original pieces that the Kell family donated. They tell us the family lived, loved, and died within these walls. To Charlie's left is a formal sitting room. She pulls the door closed and turns a skeleton key that sits in the lock. These doors are marked with a printed note that says, Off Limits to Tours. Charlie turns toward the spiral staircase and is startled with a gasp. God damn it! Every fucking time. Unbelievable. In the middle of the staircase, sitting on the landing, is a mannequin in Victorian-era wedding dress. Without a head. Ugh, this is what I'm doing with my degree. Figures. Charlie stops at the foot of the stairs and begins scrolling through her phone. She clicks on a photo of her to-do list. Close and lock formal sitting area immediately. 
It is imperative these doors are closed when guests arrive to create the atmosphere of blah, blah, blah. Next, fluff the wedding gown. Charlie heads up the landing to fluff the gown. Suddenly, she hears running on the second floor that the stairs lead to. She looks up. Hello? Mrs. Waldman, are you here? It's me, Charlie. The house is quiet. She waits. Mrs. Waldman? Brushing the moment off, she finishes with the gown and heads up the stairs when she hears the running footsteps. Again. Hello, Mrs. Waldman? Are you here? It's me, Charlie. She freezes. Mrs. Waldman? Cautiously, she crests the top of the stairs, looking around her surroundings. Mr. Waldman? Is that you? It's Charlie. I'm here. Hello? Inside, she's scared, but tries to sound in control when she speaks. Hey, if, if you broke in here, you're not supposed to be here, and I'm calling the police now, so... The hallway is expansive, with antique furniture and beautiful wood walls that lead the eye to several bedrooms on the floor. Their door's ajar. Mr. Wallman? And it's quiet. She walks to the far end of the hallway where she felt the footsteps had traveled to and into the bedroom. She peeks her head in. No one is inside. Huh. She's back on her phone, scrolling for her list. Close all bedroom doors. When Charlie looks up from her phone, a white mist has formed at the other end of the hallway past the staircase. She squints to see it better. Mr. Wallman? Are you working on something? No answer. The mist dissipates, leaving a see-through shape of a young woman. Her hair is in a Victorian updo and her clothes are beginning to appear more concise. There is now a more formidable figure of a young woman standing before her dress in a Victorian gown. (gasps) The ghost whispers. I'm not dead. What the hell? Charlie stands frozen, her breath rapid. Suddenly, the ghost appears much closer to Charlie and runs full speed at her before she can move. The ghost runs right through Charlie as she gasps and quakes. She turns in the direction the ghost would have run, but nothing appears. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Holy shit, that was fucked. She checks her body, patting herself down, looking at her hands. What the? What? She tries to catch her breath. Fuck. Later that night, the Kell house is quiet. The few lights that are on are dim. Charlie is sitting in the hallway cross-legged. There's a white candle in the center of salt in front of her and her two best friends. Lars, 20s, a matter-of-fact type personality. That in-your-face kind of friend who keeps you real. And Jessie, 20s, a sarcastic and fun, ride-or-die kind of girl, sit across from her. So there I was, just standing right here, and she just ran through me. Oh, fuck me. Through me. That's some crazy shit right there. No fucking way. You could have been killed, bitch. What? No, that's... You don't know, Charlie. It could have happened. Crazier shit has every fucking day. I saw this movie where the ghost went in them and killed them from inside. You got lucky, bitch. (laughs) Fucking lucky. (laughs) Dude, that shit only happens in the movies. (sighs) Like you know. Sheesh. Did you bring it? Hell yes. 
You're not going to invite me to a seance and then have me not show up without my Ouija board. Lars retrieves it from his backpack. <laughs> oh. Now, who do you think it is? Not think. No, I've got the proof. Proof? You said you were the only one here. Charlie reaches for a table by her and several framed photos. This is Flora. She holds up a photo of Flora Kale. She was 19 years old when she died of typhoid fever waiting to be married. You see that room right there? She points to the door they sit closest to. Once she was engaged, her father would move her into that room where she would stay until she was married. He did that with all his daughters. That's weird. Flora died in it instead. They had a room they moved them to if they got engaged? That's how they did shit back then. Mm. Old, you know. So, so then why aren't we sitting in her room and doing the seance there? She died there. She ran down this hallway, Jess. She screamed that she wasn't dead. It was so fucking awesome and scary at the same time. Like, she doesn't know that she's dead. That's fucked up, you know? We have to help. She appeared to me. Only me. How do you know that? I mean, like, how? After the ghost tour tonight, I talked to the tour group head. He's never heard of what I experienced. Not once in like a hundred tours or something like that. Her friends take it in, looking at each other. So now you see, don't you? Maybe you're just psychic somehow. I doubt that. I still think we should do it in her room. Can we just start here and if she doesn't appear, we move? Good? They're silent. What? Nothing. It's nothing. It's something. What? No. It's fine. We start here. Go on, Lars. Do your thing. Let's do this thing. Lars brushes the salt away. Lars! Breaking the circle and placing the Ouija board in the center with the planchette on top. Lars, what are you doing? You don't need this. The salt should be around all of us to protect us. Not the candle. Duh. Oh. I didn't know. Besides, if she was going to hurt you in any way, she could have already done that. I mean, she flew through you and didn't harm you at all, so... Okay, guys. Put your fingertips here. Like this? Yeah. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. He begins swirling the planchette around the board. Keep your fingers on it, Jess. Slow down, then. Like... Guys. He rolls his eyes, but they keep moving the planchette. We are calling Flora Kell, who died in this house at the tender age of 19, patiently waiting to be married. We call you, Flora. Come forward. Talk to us through this board. Use this to move the pointy piece. <laughs> Tell us what you want. Pointy piece? Really? It's 20 minutes later and Jesse gives up. Ugh, this is stupid. It's not working. I told you we should have been in her room. Jesse gets up, walks to Flora's bedroom, and opens the door. She turns to her friends. Now... That's creepy cool. I like it. Well, are you two coming or what? Inside Flora's room, the group has set down the Ouija board, and Charlie is pouring a large circle of salt around her friends. 
Jesse lights the white candle in the center of the room. Wait, the planchette is missing. The what? The pointy thingy, remember? Whatever. Lars mimics Jesse's last words. Stop it, you know I'm right. Charlie enters the hallway looking around the dimly lit floor. She turns her phone light, spotting the planchette when she hears behind her. Not dead. Charlie turns to see Flora's ghost. <laughs> Seamlessly, Flora walks into Charlie's body. <gasps> oh my god! Charlie! Are you okay? What the hell was that? Yeah, what the hell? We heard you screaming and then there was this mist all over you. What was that? Charlie. Hey, you, you okay? Charlie stumbles to the wall where an old mirror hangs. She looks deeply into it, trying to catch her breath. Hey, oh, 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 is everything all right? Jesse and Lars join her. What gives? I'm not dead. No. <laughs> I'm not dead. No, that you are not. No, girl, you're good. Lars bends to pick up the planchette as he and Jesse walk back into Flora's bedroom. Charlie stares intently at her reflection, watching the face of Flora appear in her own. She smiles. I'm not dead. Jesse pops her head back out of the room. You coming or what? Breaking her gaze with her reflection in the mirror, she smiles at Jesse. Well, yes. Yes, I am. I shall join you. Jesse gives her an I'm not sure you're okay look as she turns back into the bedroom. Flora, now in Charlie's body, stops before entering the room and looks around the hallway. A soft ghost of Charlie appears across from her own body, confused. Flora whispers to her, Be okay here. There's a lot of guests that come and go. But you won't see me again. I'm not dead now. You are. Charlie mouths words that do not form. Poor girl. Takes years to form words. Her ghostly body begins to fade into the rich mahogany wall, grasping for Flora and her body as she falls backwards, out of sight, fading into the abyss. Girl, let's go. Fade to black. My, 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 the tales we weave. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks, because we have two more terrifying tales coming your way very soon. Next up is Mommy Deadest, which is another short audio film. But I heard my listeners, and I know you love my full-length movies. And I have a really scary one for you coming up very soon. It's titled Pieces. And that's all I'm going to tell you about it right now, because that's a pretty scary one. (laughs) So good night, folks, and stay scared.